Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Living Louder, a podcast all about embracing our imperfections and taking a leap of faith into a richer, fuller, more empowered life. I am your host, Chauncey Renee. Thanks for joining us another week. Y'all, it has been a whole year since this podcast started. I started this podcast on my birthday last year, September 24th. And when this airs, it'll be, it's going to air on September 23rd. So a year has passed. I just genuinely, it's like, I can't believe it, but I can. Y'all, if you can, (laughs) I'm not sure if it's going to pick this up, but my dog is very happily snoring next to me. So if you hear like weird noises, that is Stanley, my my little companion, um, dreaming about something. I don't know what he's dreaming about, but it seems intense. So yes, this has been a whole year and I'm just so grateful for this whole journey. It's so exciting. So I definitely want to hop in to this episode and just do a recap of the year, recap of this podcast, and uh, leave you with a couple of thoughts. As we talked about before, I am now going to be scaling back the podcast a bit. So instead of me posting every single week, it's just going to be at will when there's somebody interesting that I come across or if there's something on my heart that I want to put out there. Um, And you can hear a little bit more about why I chose to do that. I talked about it maybe two episodes ago. So not the one with Tanya, but the one right before that, uh, the five love languages. Uh, So this is our last weekly episode, but it's been such a pleasure and we're still going to keep this thing going. You just won't see me pop up every single week, but I must still be, I'm going to be out there in these streets. Okay, we're going to start our episode with some good news. So let's hop into that now. Hey, 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 let's start it off with some good news. Our good news this week comes to us from sfgate.com, and it's a story that I've been really wanting to do for a while now, so I'm really happy that I can kind of plug it into this part of the podcast, but we're following a man named Mike Predovic. He is 63 years old, and he is a Bay Area native, so he grew up in Oakland. Shout out to the town, okay? And now he lives in Alameda, but he actually teaches math at an Oakland public school, And Mike used to be a dancer back in the day. So he used to do this style of dancing called boogalooing, which is a funk based, it's like soulful dance. It's similar to turfing, um, which is a newer style that came back around in 2004. Um, And it's basically like when kids would dance on their own turf and basically battle it out in high schools or in their communities and stuff. And so it's like really practiced in the Bay Area, especially in the Oakland and the East Bay, but it's spread, you know, as things do. And so Mike one day, he was online and he was actually searching a YouTube video for uh, Johnny Carson. And he never found the video that he was looking for. But what he did find was a video on turfing. And so he was immediately transfixed by this because it was a little similar to the way that he used to dance when he was a kid. And so he... um he went to his first competition just as an audience member because he was so like enthralled with this culture that was popping up. And this was 10 years ago that he decided, you know, to go visit 
this uh, competition for the first time. So he went and he said like he loved it. He was the only white guy there, let alone (laughs) he was in his 50s at the time. And he said one person got a little belligerent with him and started like bone breaking the style of dancing in front of him. And Mike was like, I can't let this dude try to dance all up on me, trying to show me out. So Mike started hitting moves on him. Immediately, everybody was hyping him up like crazy. But it wasn't just that he was mediocre. He was actually like really hitting some really good moves. So of course, they pulled him up on stage. And it just, he said that everybody lit up. Everybody was going crazy. And it turns out that one of his high school students was in the audience. His name was Johnny Lopez. So they linked up because Johnny actually has a turfing crew. So guess who is the newest member of Johnny's turfing crew? That's right, Mike Predovic. He is now 63 years old. He's still teaching at uh, Oakland Public Schools. And he is part of a turfing crew. And so every weekend they are out there in these streets. You can look on his Instagram. It's actually really cool. It's OG Mike Chaos. And you can see him dancing with his crew, pop locking, boogalooing, turfing, all that stuff. And he is just like any other member of the crew. Um, So it's really, it's really special. So I hope you guys go check that out. He's also on TikTok under the same name. And it just goes to show, you know, like you could be any age, 63 years old. This man is out there. He found a video on YouTube. He is out there living his best life, turfing and dancing, doing what he used to love as a kid. And there's still opportunities out there for him. And so you got to you got to do what you're passionate about and make it last forever. Listen, he's probably going to be turfing till the day he die. Um, That was rude. I shouldn't have said that. Um, but he, he probably is. So I guess I'm going to keep that in. (laughs) Hooey. So it has been a whole year, like I said, since the very first episode of this podcast. And y'all, your girl has learned so much throughout this whole process, not only about the world of podcasting, which there is so much information out there, um, but just about myself and about life itself. And I've learned so much from the awesome guests that I've had on. Uh, Some of my truly favorite episodes are, I mean, just coming to the top of my head, I feel like Tamika's Tamika Thomas, her episode on thankfulness is one of my all-time favorites. I feel like you can really hear me in real time digesting the information and actually absorbing <laughs> absorbing it. And it made a very big impact on my life. I really like the way that she talks. And just thinking of some of my friends that I've been able to have on the podcast, one that one episode that really surprised me that I feel like is uh was one of my most controversial episodes was leaving the church to find god with Nichelle and that conversation was completely organic it was just me and her chatting we had a whole other topic that we were going to record and we just started talking and just kept going and we just went with it um 
you know, I learned a little bit about that as well, which is, you know, it's very different having a podcast with people listening. And I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes you kind of have to watch what you say when you just are feeling like it's just two girlfriends catching up, which is how I felt when I was talking with Nichelle. Um, So we weren't as filtered or as maybe as thoughtful with some of the things that we would say. Like we didn't really have an audience in mind. We were just like so deep in whatever we were doing. Um, But I loved that episode so much. Um, Just a lot of fun times recording. I had a lot of fun recording with Nick who did the episode on his sobriety and fatherhood for our Father's Day episode. Um, he's just such a joy and I had heard bits of, and pieces of his story previously. So it was so cool to be able to interview him catching up with my friend Nolan, who gave his coming out story. How fun was that to like revisit that and really just kind of talk through some of the different things that he went through in that process. Um, you know, cause that was a long time ago. So it was just cool to be able to do that. And I just remember recording and not being able to stop laughing for the longest time. And there's just so many memories just like that, that I will forever cherish. And I'm talking as if this podcast is over, but I'm just saying there's been like so many really fun times that I've had. And there's been a lot of things that I've learned. The first thing is fear is part of the process. And this was the first thing that I talked about. I felt like that message was like, for lack of a better phrase, it was like lodged in my throat. Like it had been something that had been wanting to come out for a very long time. And I just didn't have an avenue or I didn't have a platform that I felt comfortable with giving that message on. And I feel like it's so much more intense than any of my other episodes (laughs) because it was just me blurting out something that I really had on my heart. And so it is more serious. So I'm always like kind of tickled when someone's like, oh, I listened to your first episode. It was good. And it's, you know, it's been a year since I put that out. So, so much has changed in this podcast since then. But Fear is part of the process. Fear will always be a part of the process for the most part. Um, Anything worth doing is worth doing when you're really scared. And I think that has been a common theme among some of my guests. Even our, our very first guest, Bernardo, he talked about how fear is sometimes a really good indicator that you're on the right track because it means that you care a lot about something And that alone shows you just how passionate you really are and how much you really want things to work out. Um, The last guest that I had on, Tanya, talked about fear and how it's always a stowaway. I just loved all of her boat metaphors that she had. (laughs) She was like nonstop with the boat metaphors. There was a lot that ended up getting edited out from our conversation, but Y'all, she had she had the metaphors on deck. <gasps> on deck. Listen. Listen. Skills. Okay. So, <laughs> but she said, fear is always a stowaway, but I never let it drive. And I love that 
We cannot let it drive. We can't let it be a reason that we stop. It's going to be there. So being able to work with that, understand that fear is part of the process and to move forward is really important. It was so poignant that I did that as the first episode because I was very afraid to do the podcast. I was scared. I, you know, and I've talked about this in the intro of the five love language episode, but I was very scared to, to put myself out there. And again, if you want to go back to that, you can kind of hear more about that. But vulnerability was not my strong suit. And look at me now, y'all, I be telling y'all too much information. (laughs) So, um, I could see why, you know, I felt prompted to do this type of thing because I needed to grow and I needed to stretch in my vulnerability. And now I'm telling everybody all my business, you know. Um, (laughs) So that first episode, that theme is still something that has run through this podcast and that always will. The second thing was uh, in connection to what I was just saying, I had to grow It was time for me to grow. And hopefully as I'm saying these things, you're identifying things in your life, you know, that kind of match with what I'm sharing. It was time for me to grow. I had been really closed off, really shut down, really not operating in anything creative. And this was an opportunity to break that mold and kind of shake things up a little bit. I um I recently got back from a trip to Austin. So um about 2 weeks ago I went to Austin and prior to going I felt like, you know, just through prayer and stuff like it was time for me to take a trip. It was time for me to just kind of get out. I'm sharing that to say I had been in my house like really quarantining for the most part. Um and it had slowly stopped me from, well, it didn't stop me, but I had slowly stopped doing a lot of things that I loved because I just got so much into the routine of just being in the house. So I felt like through prayer and stuff, there was kind of a lot of stuff that was pushing me to take this trip in Austin. It was a four day trip. I brought Stanley. He was truly living his best life. You guys, we stayed at this Airbnb. That was so cute. Oh, Stanley is my dog. Oh, I think I mentioned that already. Okay. <laughs> so we I, we stayed at this cute Airbnb. It was in the back of this woman's house. And if you know me, you know I love animals. And in her backyard, she had pigs and chickens and a dog and a cat. So I was just in heaven. Um, but I it just taking that trip, getting out of the four walls of my apartment, it shook me up. It shook me out of whatever kind of funk that I was in. And it put me in a new environment. So that way I was just, you know, I was reorienting to new things. And my, you know, my brain was firing in all cylinders on everything that I wanted to do. And I was, you know, the adrenaline of being in a new place and wanting to take everything in. And so I'm sharing that because pursuing a project that you're really passionate about will help you. It'll help shake you up. It'll help get you out of whatever lull you might be in. And so I just really want to encourage you if there's been something that's been on your heart 
that you feel like, hey, I just kind of want to try that. I think those prompts are given to you for a reason and you should at least try. You should at least step into it. Even just kind of dip your toe in it. See how, see if you like it, see if it works for you. But I do promise that only good things can come from it. Only good things can come from taking a step out of the ordinary and doing something that you wouldn't do. One thing that I've kind of always wanted to do but never did was break down the mission of living louder. I say it at the beginning of every every episode, but the whole idea of naming this podcast Living Louder is that I do feel that we can sometimes shrink ourselves and not step into a bigger, bolder, better version of ourselves uh, because we're really scared. We don't know exactly what that is going to look like. Comfortability is very (laughs) comfortable, (laughs) right? It's, It's what we know. So being able to step into something unknown is terrifying because Uh, we don't know. (laughs) So it's like, it is that simple. Living Louder is about living a bolder life, living your life out loud, not allowing that fear to keep you quiet in your life, like metaphorically quiet. So we want to live metaphorically louder. So that is the theme behind the name of the podcast. And so the mission is embracing our imperfection to live a richer, fuller, more empowered life. And the key is embracing your imperfection. Once you realize I'm not going to do this the absolute best that I can, or I am going to do this the best that I can, and it most likely is not gonna be really great. It most likely might suck a little bit, but knowing that you can embrace it and you can say to yourself, I'm going to start with what I know now. And then I can build as time goes on. But if we continuously try to start when we know everything, you are very rarely going to start anything. You're not going to do it because you're always going to compare yourself to some perfect version of yourself that doesn't exist. So you have to embrace who you are in this very moment in order to step forward into what you want to do. And you can hear that. Um, I'm leaving these episodes up so you can hear the beginning. You can hear the evolution of this podcast. And yeah, I mean, I will say you know, sometimes I cringe at some some things and even now because I don't have the capacity or the time to change things in this in the way, the style, the format or whatever that I'm doing, I can kind of cringe about certain things, but you can hear the evolution of myself going through this, the different all the different ways that I've podcasted. You can hear it over the year. And I have to say I'm kind of proud of myself for that's still like a, a, a vulnerable point for me is what I'm trying to say um, of allowing those versions of myself to still exist and embracing that and saying like, hey, that's where I was at that point. <laughs> and, 
you know, I'm no pro by any means, but I'm just using this as an example. I'm sure you can all think of examples of yourselves where, you know, you tried something for the first time. It was really hard, but you kept at it and you kept working. And eventually it came to a point that you were more settled and you were more comfortable in who you were. So we have to embrace our imperfections. We have to embrace those um, those earlier versions of ourselves, you know, and thinking of technology and just like I, I need to buy a new phone, thinking about a new iPhone. There, There's different versions. The more information that you receive, the more technology that advances, the more stuff that's out there, the more you learn how to integrate it into your life. iPhone didn't start with version 13, right? They started with just the iPhone. It was just a regular old iPhone. And had they never started had they had a vision of iPhone 13. Am I saying that right? Why does it sound weird coming out of my mouth? Okay, well, anyway, if they had um, a vision when they first started of the 13 model, because I don't know what's happening to my brain right now. Would they have ever created the first one? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe their vision was to get to 13, but they had to start with one and that's what they knew. And they went for what they knew and we bought it, okay? (laughs) So, um, and then every, you know, so often they're coming out with new ones, new ones, new ones, getting more information, learning more, wanting more. And that's like us. We have to start with the iPhone, one. (laughs) And eventually some of us will get to 13. You know, who knows? We might stop at six. Y'all, I still have an iPhone six, but I'm getting a new one. Okay. I'm getting a new one for my birthday because that stimmy hit. Okay. Listen, this is why TMI, you didn't need to know that. I also think about this time that, so Esther Perel is this phenomenal psychiatrist or psychologist, uh, therapist. And I look up to her a lot. Um, I've also, you know, just seen so many amazing therapists do what they do. And I remember very distinctly saying like, I am not as good as them and wanting to give up. Um, some of you guys know that I, I have my master's in marriage and family therapy. So next step for me would be to become licensed, a licensed therapist. And so I remember what at one point looking at these really famous therapists and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, they're so much better than I am. And then, um, and then have, you know, having those seeds of doubt inside my mind, like, can I do this? Is this even what I'm supposed to do? I'm seeing these people, they're phenomenal at it. But then just as soon as I had that thought, the next thought occurred was, I'm seeing a very finished product. They had to go through all the same steps that I'm having to go through. And they're also having to, um, they've also had hours and hours and years and years of counseling people. I am seeing them at the end and I am at the beginning. And if I'm going to compare myself to the end, 
I'm going to be so discouraged that I don't even want to start. (laughs) But if I realize that there was a very specific process that took place that I could potentially get to that point too, it's very easy to see other people doing what we feel like we want to do, but, and then us comparing ourselves to who we are now. All right. Embrace your imperfections in order to live a richer, fuller, more empowered life. The minute you start embracing that imperfection, that's when you're going to step into that more empowered life. You are going to feel stronger once you've put that out. I was recently talking to a friend of mine and she um, has recently ghostwritten a book. Wait, not ghostwritten. She wrote a book under a pen name. It's something that she's always wanted to do and she just finally did it. And we were just talking about how sometimes those passions, like they burn so much inside you and you are not going to feel resolved as a human being until you actually like do the thing. And then once you do the thing, you are on cloud nine. You have like, it's like leveling up. It's like playing a video game and making it to the next level. You feel it in your body. You feel it like in your soul. You know that you have fulfilled something that your soul was urging you to do. And it's not always about downloads. It's not always about likes. It's not always going to be about popularity or how much money, how much revenue is this bringing into me? It's not about that. What it really is about, it's about your soul leveling up because you never know what your next venture is going to be. What this iPhone one that you're working on, that might be it and it might flop. But the point isn't to get the accolades, to get the money, to get the likes. That's not the point. The point is your soul's evolution. And once we start making that our point, that's when we're going to see growth. That's when we're going to see that richer, fuller, more empowered life unfold. That's what happiness is. That's what success is, is leveling up in the way that your soul is urging you to level up in. So I really want to encourage you guys, embrace your imperfection. Learn how to take hold of That iPhone one, I've heard this quote before. It says version one is better than version none. And that resonated with me. So often we will not pursue version one because we're scared of what it's going to look like. And you know what that leads to? None, nothing, nada. (laughs) It means you're not doing anything because you're comparing yourself to a fictionalized version of yourself. Don't do that. Stop that. Stop it. All right, so redefine success for yourself. Know that it's not the likes or the retweets or whatever we're doing these days. Know that it's not that. If your goal is evolution, if your goal is growth, if your goal is to listen to your intuition, your higher power, God, then you answer that and that's the goal is answering that and moving forward and evolving in our lives. So those are some lessons that I have learned from doing podcasting for this year. I'm so excited to see what next year brings. And I'm I'm really pumped uh, just because I have a few guests 
in mind. And I feel like I'm going to be able to put out more quality episodes, maybe a little bit less quantity, but I feel like this uh, slowing down and not producing every week is going to give me time to like really research with people and to develop, you know, just different concepts and ideas and work with people on the episodes in a deeper way that I just haven't been able to, especially since, you know, things are picking back up. So I say all that to say, thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for rocking with me through version one. (laughs) I think we're on like version three about now, maybe four. Uh, But it took some time and it took some time for me to settle into myself. And I'm still, oh, Lord, I'm going to say version three, maybe version 2.5. But I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And It's been so awesome to have you guys um, learn and grow with me. And I love the feedback. I love the constructive criticism. Most of it, I would say 98% of it, I love. (laughs) And, um, but y'all, I'm I'm just so appreciative. So thank you to everyone who has been an awesome part of this. We're gonna keep it going. And I want to say a very, very, very special thank you to my social media manager, Rita Malone. I have been so, um, so blessed to have her running the Living Louder Instagram account. Y'all, if you are looking for someone to help you guys on your accounts, you can see the gram is popping, okay? It looks nice. She caught the vision. I told her what I was going for. And because she's an artist, she's able to uh, you know, she's able to think outside the box and get creative with the posts. And she just has a, a lot of knowledge in that area. So if you are looking for a social media manager or know of someone who is, I highly recommend her. She's been such a joy to work with and she's still going to be working with me y'all. So don't worry. Um, just like in a different capacity, but Rita, I want to shout you out because you are absolutely phenomenal and I appreciate you. And thank you to all my peeps and guests who have been a part of this for a year. I know this is sounding like an acceptance speech, but it's my podcast, so I can say thank you. And I mean it. I truly do. I love you guys. Until next time, you know I love you.